Hello everybody and welcome back to Gary's Conscience. Now, the last episode went really, really great. I was kind of like really, I don't even know what the word it would be to say, but like not emotional, but more like thankful and happy that a lot of people have listened to it. 262 people listened to my first episode podcast and about 60 of them were people who were like just random that just found the podcast on their own and I was just like super shocked and super happy about that and I kind of hope that they liked it too because like as I mentioned it the last time I was just like I don't know if you know they're gonna be like who is this cat and what why is what is he even talking about like it's, it's complete garbage and nonsense what he's saying but if they listen to the whole thing, you know, maybe it was pretty good. So for that, I'm thankful. And let's get started. So I got kicked out of college. Now, we're not talking about right now. Like right now in school, I'm doing pretty well, actually. I'm kind of surprised at myself. Like, last semester, I made Dean's Honor Roll. Like, who would have thought that I would make Dean's Honor Roll? Definitely not me. But I used to go to the school called Florida College in beautiful Temple Terrace, Florida. This was in 2016. And so, when I went to the school, if I was able to get a grade in my um, social life, I would get an A+. Now, my academics, 100%. I'd get an F. I was horrible. Like, I barely showed up to class. Like, this this is how my day would go. I would wake up at 7 in the morning. I would iron my clothes. That would take about a good 20 minutes. Then I would shower. I would get out the shower because I had to poop. And then I will shower again. And so it's 8 o'clock at this point. Class starts at 8.15. We're on a small campus, so I could legit leave my room at 8.10 and be in the classroom by 8.12. 8.11 if I'm, like, speed walking. And so, while, while this, this class is, is, is happening, I'm in my room. It's 8.10. I'm sitting down, and I'm like, nope, I ain't trying to go to no class. I just didn't feel like it. Like, there were just days, like, I would get myself ready. And then my body just kind of was, like, had a mind of its own. And was just like, no, you're not going outside right now. Like, stay, stay inside. And I was like, okay, why not? And so my roommate at the time, he would go all about through his day, come back to the room at, like, 3 in the afternoon, see me sitting on the couch. And he just laughs at himself because he's just like, Oh my goodness, like you're dressed, you could have gone to class and you didn't, and and like there, and here you are just sitting watching TV, like you didn't even go outside to eat lunch or anything like that, and honestly, that was the reality, that was life, you know, I just didn't know what was going on, and the, what I was feeling, so I just, I did that, and I did that a little too many times, because then it actually ended up hurting me in one of my religion classes, which is the reason that I got kicked out. Um, and so in this class, it was a Tuesday, Thursday class. So you only had two unexcused absences. Any more than that, you get dropped out of the class. On my third absence, 
I was dropped out of the class and I was just like, are you for real? Like, there's many people here who have missed the class more than two times and they're still in the class. But me, you're going to make an example out of me and take me out of this class? I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And but honestly, I should have seen it coming because back then I had a little smart mouth. I ain't going to lie. Like you you learned in the first episode, I was just like, you know, I was sarcastic, petty, sassy. And, and you know that it's funny at times and at times it's not funny. Like you like you, you got to chill. Thankfully, thankfully, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a whole lot better now. Um, I've, I've learned how to refrain myself, um, a bunch, but, uh, you know, sometimes I'll still let it go. Like it just happens. Like, you know, we're, we're human, but, but I can control myself a whole lot better. And so the, the second time I missed a class, the professor sends me an email and he was a little smart in his comments. And he was like, well, if you need me to go to Walmart and buy you an alarm clock so you can wake up on time, let me know because I will do it if that's what it that's what it takes. And I was like, I, like I was like, oh, you trying to be you trying to be funny, bro? Like, nah, let me be funny. And I was like, I will. I didn't appreciate your witty comments. Like, I I I know I skipped these classes. Da 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 da. Like, I'm I won't skip. Like, we'll be good. Lo and behold, I skipped. He's like, I told you there's going to be consequences if you skip a third time. And now you will face the consequences. And I'm like, are you for real? Like, you, you, you're going to do this to me. And so it's funny because as I'm thinking of the story, I'm on my phone right now trying to find that email because I know I took a screenshot of it and I found it. And so he's like, you have now had three unexcused absences for religion 2223 in addition to another absence that you will take when you will when you won't be able to attend this other class because we have an exam that day and i'm just like when i read that i was like all oh, this man being petty but again again i deserved it i deserved it and he was like i'll remind you that this is after my email that i sent you about missing your second unexcused absence and I'm sure you remember that really well and how you responded back to me. At this point, it is out of my hands and I have reported these absences to the Dean of Students. And I'm like, oh, great. So I go visit the Dean of Students. And me and the Dean of Students, we have a, we have a really good relationship, I would say. Like I went to his church um, congregation while I was there. I was in student government at the time or my freshman year I was. So... You know, I was, I spent a lot of with, I spent a lot of time with him. So we were cool. And he was a pretty, he's a pretty cool guy and super understanding and super reasoning. And like one of the greatest people that I've ever met at Florida college, um, that I'm thankful for. I'm not going to say his name or anything like that, but you, you can probably guess by the time that I went to school it was 2016, 2017. And so he he's he's we're in this meeting and he's like Gary I don't know what to do with you, and I'm like I don't know what to do with me either because I think this is just absurd like how you they're gonna be all three they're gonna excuse that and says that I'm gonna get dropped out, and he's like well the teacher doesn't want you back in his class and I'm like 
okay, that's fine. Like, I don't got to take this class. And he's like, well, you do. And I'm like, what you mean? Oh, you need to have a Bible class on on one of your days. Because if you don't, we have to drop you from all of your classes on those given days. And I'm like, no way. He's like, yup, you, you've read the code of conduct. It says it in there. You signed it and we, we got it here. And I'm like, I, I, I've never seen that in my life. Lying over here, me. And I'm just like, there's no way. He's like, yup. And I'm like, I, I had other classes like that were important. Like I had a bio lab and I had um like a medical terminology class and all this and that. And I'm like, I cannot get you out of these classes. And so the dean is like, well, you you getting dropped out of these classes makes you a part-time student. And part-time students are not allowed to live on campus. And I'm just flabbergasted at this point. Because I'm like, if I knew it was going to be this bad, you best believe I would not have skipped. I would have gone to class. Yo, and so he's like, he's telling me all this. And then he ends up saying, well, if you would like to stay on campus, I recommend you setting a meeting with the vice president of the school and the academic dean. And I'm like, okay. I go to the vice president. And he's like, well, I never like I never talked to this man in my life. But he's like, well, um, I'm really going to leave this decision up to the academic dean because he knows you better. But, um, yeah, go see him. I go see the academic dean. This man is, is like, super cold in his room. And he's just staring at me with, like, these eyes of, like, disappointment. And he starts getting angry. And he's like... You you have known you were rude yada yada yada. You're a deceiver to all these people at this school, and I'm like a deceiver. I'm a deceiver. Yes, you're a deceiver, and I'm like, listen, ain't no way I I, I ain't deceive nobody. Like I'm my true self. Everybody knows who I am. Like I I don't I'm not gonna act like something different. You know, I'm from New York City. I grew up, like, being kind of ghetto, and, and I can take a hit and all this stuff. But I'm not going to pretend and and kiss people's booty. Like, I, I'm, that's not me. That's not me. But this man was like, this is unacceptable. You are not allowed to stay in this campus. You must go find some other, find some other thing to do. And at that moment, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to say nothing. This is one of the times that I kind of like refrain myself from. From saying something that I most likely would have regretted. And would have to like written like 30 apology letters. Um, because it, it would have it been bad. It would have been bad. And so I open the door to leave his office. And his wife is there. And his wife, the most best, the best lady I've ever met. Like super nice, super sweet. And I know she heard everything he was saying because my man was yelling. Like, everybody in that little office was just like, ooh, like, boy, you, you, you in trouble, trouble. And I knew when I just left, and I just left, but I, and I, was, I was ticked off, I ain't gonna lie. And so, so I'm just like, well, this is a time where I'm gonna have to withdraw from all my classes if I can't live on campus. Um, and I had to go home. So... You know, I was kicked out of living in the dorms because I was a part-time student now. 
and then I didn't have anywhere else to go. Um, so I had to withdraw from all my classes. So I wasn't a student, I couldn't live on campus, and I was still in Florida because I was working at Chick-fil-A at the time. And so while I was working at Chick-fil-A, I would sneak back onto campus and I would still stay in the dorm. Mind you that they got rid of my keys, they turned off my key fob so I wasn't, I wasn't able to enter any of the rooms on campus. And so I would legit look like a bum in my Chick-fil-A uniform with a Chick-fil-A bag waiting by the door because there, there was always somebody in the lobby to let me in. And I would go straight into the stairs and go to my room. I would not wait for the elevator because if my dorm parents saw me, they'd be like, um, what you doing here? But I think they kind of knew, like I was thinking around that whole week, um, you know, with, with trying not to get noticed. But I think that they knew I was there. I think they were like being super nice and just, you know, they just let me stay in the, in, in the dorm until I had to go. And I was like, well, let me just work this last week at Chick-fil-A, wait till I get paid. And once I got paid, I bought my Southwest ticket and I came home. And with all that, everybody, you know, everybody at school is like, oh, you got, you know, a whole lot of rumors. They get like, oh, you got kicked out of school because I cussed, I cussed the academic dean out. And I'm like, whoa, well, I don't know where these rumors are coming from, but that is false. Like, that, that was one thing I did not want, like, I didn't want to get in trouble for, was, like, saying they can, I cussed somebody out at Florida College. No, no way. No way. But, when I got back home, everybody was like, oh, like, you done with school? And I'm like, yeah, I'm done with school. But, not not them, them thinking, yeah, like, I'm done, done. Like, I graduated, done. No, it was more like, I got kicked out. I was not telling nobody, and I'm just going to lie about it. And I, I, I did until I got caught. I'm not going to lie, I, I got caught red-handed. Um, but, yeah, I was just like, you know what? Whatever. I didn't care at that moment. Like, I was lying to everybody about everything. And it was just, again, it was a, a time of where, like, I was going through a whole lot of emotions. And I just didn't know how to process everything. And so, to cover up what I was feeling... I thought that I had to lie about it and, you know, lie after lie, you better get caught one way or another. Ain't no way, ain't no way a lie gonna save you. Sometimes it can, it can, I ain't gonna lie. But that that's that's Satan for you. That's how he gonna tempt you to, to be lying. And you, but at the end of the day, you get caught and I got caught. But as much as I learned, you know, I went to therapy and stuff and talked about my feelings, and I realized, you know, I had a lot of things to work on um, throughout that time, but I'm, I'm saying all of this because I was really thinking about, like, failures and stuff like that, or, like, my past failures, um, and it's just, you know, with a lot of uncertainty that has been going on in this world, I just feel like, I've just been thinking about, oh, maybe if when I graduated high school in 2015, and I didn't take a gap year, and I went straight into school, I probably would have been okay. Like, I would have graduated by with my bachelor's degree in 2019. I would have probably been in some, like, big corporate job. I would have been, I would have been set, living life well. And I didn't do that. Like, when I graduated high school, um, I was going to go, I was going to go to Florida College in 2015. But then three days before, like, moving day, 
I was just like, nope, I'm not going. Forget about it. And I ended up, and I stayed working at Barnes & Noble for a whole year. And and I'm not going to lie, it was fun. It was a great experience. It was my first time, like, working a full-time job of 40 hours. And I was like, wow, look at all. I, like, I've never made so much money in so little time. It was the best. And I was always picking up, like, extra shifts because I was, like, I think that is where, like, I got this, like, I was money hungry. Like, I was like, oh, more hours, more hours so I can get paid, which is bad within itself. Um, but I was just, you know, I did that. Then in 2016, I went to school and I messed up. And I'm like, hmm, if if I actually was serious about, like, going into classes and all that stuff, I probably would have been good. I would have graduated by 2020 or whatever. And I wouldn't have been in this predicament. Like, I was thinking, like, when COVID first started and a lot of people lost their jobs in New York City, I was like, there was a, a week of worry because I'm like, well, I don't know how I'm going to pay for my bills. Like, I was I was placed on furlough for my full-time job. I didn't know what to do. I didn't have money saved up. I didn't have rich parents who would have supported me and stuff like that. Like, that, that wasn't, that wasn't, you know... I was I was I was stressed. I was stressed. But thankfully, you know, things worked out at the end. But but that was like a, another big time of like where I just felt uncertain and I was just like if I if only I had done things differently. Um it's it's I feel like it's kind of like it's definitely put me in a pattern of self-doubt and stuff like that or just like I just felt uneasy every time I think of these things cuz I'm like, this happened in the past, and I keep thinking about the past, the past, the past, like, if only I have done better, if only I have done this better, if only I did this differently, but the thing is, like, I need to think about what I'm doing right now, like, right now, I'm doing pretty good, like, I'm in school, I'm working, like, I'm about to get my bachelor's degree, and, and by the, by the end of next year, like, I'm doing, I'm doing okay, I'm 25, Yes, it's late, but it doesn't matter. Like, there's no time limit on doing things. And that's one thing that I really had to, like, realize. Because I feel like growing up, I was just, like, instilled with, like, oh, once you, to get a, to have a good life, a good career, you, once you finish high school, you go to college, then you start working right away, and you'll be making a ton of money and have a good family. But the thing is that, no, that's not true. Like, nowadays, I'm, like, if there's, like, I will tell kids, I'm like, you don't have to go to college, actually. Like, you could go to trade school, and you'll be just as fine making as much money as a doctor. Like, I can I can guarantee you, like, I've seen some friends who have done that, and, like, either they go to, um, to, like, to do, I forgot what the phrase is called, like, like, aero engineering or whatever to, like, fix planes, or, like, they'll do, like, for HVAC and electricians, and I'm just like, yo, you do you because I guarantee you in like 20 plus years when when we got like more lawyers than whatever, more doctors and like barely any electricians and somebody's house, um, house loses power or if their AC in the summer is gone, they're going to be calling you and like $500 for 30 minutes. Or something like that. Like, you best believe I'd be the first person to be paying an HVAC person in my AC right now $500 for 30 minutes for them to fix the problem because ain't no way I'm going to sleep in heat. Ain't no way. Um, but all that to say is just, 
you know, I'm like, I need to stop just thinking about the past and my past failures and what I could have done better and just live in the moment and live in the, like, live in the present and just focus on what I'm doing now and just focus on being better now to the people that that's here right now instead of trying to live that dream of, of what I could have, what I could have been, what I could have had. Um, yeah, that's like, that's like, and I feel like that's, that's just one of my biggest struggles. I don't think that this is something that's going to go away anytime soon, but I feel like talking to y'all and just listening to my friends and other people who are giving me advice who have, like, I'm not the only person going through this exact same thing, going through these exact same thoughts or other people have gone through this and like the biggest person, and this is kind of crazy that I have, but the biggest person who's kind of like, not inspiration, but just like, hmm, like there, there is hope after all, is this artist called Lizzo. I know probably a lot of y'all know who Lizzo is, so I'm not going to explain Lizzo. If you're like a boomer, don't know who Lizzo is, she's just a celebrity. But by, she was like 30 years old, living in her car, homeless, and then by 32 or whatever, she was a internet sensation, a huge celebrity, and a huge mu- musician, and now she's she's rich. Like, and so I'm not saying this, like, I know I'm not, I'm probably not going to be rich. I'm not going to be a celebrity. Who knows? I don't know what's going to happen in 10 years time. But it's all to say, like, you know, don't worry about what you could have done where you are right now because you don't know what the future has in store for you. Um, And the thing is that a lot of my worries that I go through is that the biggest thing is that I'm not putting it into God. Like, I'm not praying enough. Like, I'm not studying enough. I'm not going to God for him to handle my worries and stuff like that. And that's something that I've been doing a whole lot recently. Like, a whole lot more meditation and just um, having, like, that one-on-one time connection um, with the Lord and things like that. And it's it's, it's truly helped. It's truly helped me um, just think and be a better person, be a better brother, um, to my sisters and brothers at church, um, and I'm still trying, and this is a learning process, and, um, the biggest thing is about, is just to be open with everybody, that's all that we have to do, but I want to hear from you also, like, if, if y'all, if you can, send me an email, send me a text message, or the biggest thing is to send me a tweet on Twitter, or a DM, like, you could go at Gary's Cons, and you'll see the podcast cover right there, and it's just, is that Twitter profile for this podcast, and just tell me, like, what, like, you know, what failures have you gone through, and how have you overcome those failures, and, like, you know, what steps of service have you done, so that you can, you know, learn from your mistake, and be better, and do better, and um, just be a better disciple, and stuff like that. Um, I would really love to hear from you and all that stuff because going through failures is, is, I'm not, I know I'm not the only one. Like I said, I know I'm not the only one. Everybody has gone through failures, either in relationships, either in their, um, in their family, either in school, at work, even in just your personal life. Even walking down the street, you've probably done something, you probably littered. That's a failure right there. 
Um, but yeah, so let me know about that so that I can just re- respond in the next episode. And that would be really cool. Or even if you just tell me to keep it to myself and just learn from it, I would love that too and I would appreciate that too. Alright, so I've been talking about failures, right? And one of the one of my biggest failures is that I have been diagnosed with lactose intolerance intolerance and I'm like kind of like a little bit of IBS. Um but I love ice cream so much. Like there's yo, I can eat a pint of ice cream like no tomorrow. And like talk when I was talking about Florida College and that time that I was in school, I just remembered when that when I was there, there was this restaurant called Portillos. And the first time I heard about Portillos was in a comedy special with Gabriel Iglesias. And he was like Oh, me and my friend went to Portillo's, yada, yada, yada. And Portillo's is, is from, Chi- they're from Chicago. And it's like, they sell like hot dogs and stuff like that. Chi- like Chicago style food and stuff like that. But what they're most famous for is for their Portillo's chocolate cake shake. It's in the name. It sounds delicious. It's a chocolate shake. And they add their famous huge slice of chocolate cake inside the shake and blend it and i'm telling you it is the best thing that you'll ever taste in your life guaranteed that you will get diabetes probably with every drink that you or every sip that you take but at that time you know i didn't care i was i was i was slimmer and i was i was i was doing great i was fit and so I had one every single time I went. And this was like maybe twice a month I would get a, I would get a stupid shake. But it was so good. Now, it being so good, my stomach had different ideas. And let me tell you, I would be destroying the bathroom up. Like there's a video of me yelling at my stomach. I'm just like, get out, you demon. Like, I was livid. Like, I was in so much pain because of all the amount of dairy that I had consumed. Like, it was not it. And then I was speaking. So, that was a, that's a failure right there within itself. And, like, it's crazy because this past summer, I went to Maine with a group of friends. And Maine was, it was, like, the best trip I've ever had in a long time. Like, I needed that trip. Like, I was so thankful that I got invited and I was able to go. But after a long day of hiking, and I did a solo hike, which was scary. Because I'm like, I'm not, me and heights, like, I don't know what it is. It's not like, I'm okay with heights, but I am not okay with slipping and falling to my death. Like, just thinking about that, like, I can slip and die. I'm, I'm terrified, terrified. But we had dinner. And I had this lobster mac and cheese. And it was so cheesy. It was so delicious. And my friends were like, are you are you really sure you're going to eat that? Like, are you going to be okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I know my body. Like, I can handle it. So we have that. 30 minutes after we have dinner, we get dessert. And can you guess what I got? We got some ice cream. And it was, oh. The best ice cream I've ever had. And we're there eating the ice cream. 
and I just started feeling my t- my tummy go a little rumble like, brrr, and I'm like oh, and I'm telling them hey are 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 we good to go can we leave and everybody's like yeah yeah let's go, and everybody's like taking their time yo I'm speed walking back to the car pa 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 pa. And I'm just there waiting for them to open the door. I'm sitting in the front seat. And I'm like, roll the window down, roll the window down. Like, I'm like, my eyes are closed. I'm just trying not to think about it. Like, I'm trying to fall asleep. Like, because it was a 45-minute drive back to our cabin. And I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to think about it. Because I'm like, if I think about it, I got to poop, I got to poop. And it's it's a wrap. Ain't, ain't no way I'm pooping in this car. Y'all, tell me how in the middle of this trip. We were like 10 minutes away from, 10 minutes away. I'm like... Yo, you got to pull over. I got, I got to do it on the side of the road. And they're like, are you serious? Are you serious? I'm like, yup, I'm so serious. Yo, we pulled we pulled onto the side of the road to somebody's front yard. Like, like I'm, I was kind of thankful, like, their yard. So it was covered with, like, a whole bunch of bushes. And their house was, like, like 500 feet away. Well, 500 feet is kind of close. I'll say, like, 2,000 feet away. And, and so, and it was super dark. So I'm just there, like, popping a squat. My brother's, like, trying to hand me toilet paper. But, like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't poop. Like, it was all gas. And I was thankful because I'm like, oh, thank goodness, it's just gas. So I'm like, all right, let's get, like, pull my drawers up. Let's get back in the car. I'm like, roll the window down because I got to, I got to keep throwing. I got, I got to keep farting. Got to keep farting. And then we go, and now we get into the house. Yo, I run into the bathroom i take all my clothes boom yo it, it was a wrap and ever since then i realized you know what these are one of the pleasures and desires that you don't need you need to stop because accidents like these will will happen and i don't i don't want to go through that experience ever again in my life and so i have it like I've I've been real good with like not taking dairy and stuff like that, and I haven't had like a a, a huge amount of dairy in a long time, and for that I am thankful. That is so. This is a great example of how you learn how to deal with failures, and um, if you go through something bad, you learn from it, and boom, you'll never make that mistake again. But this is the end of the episode so i just want to say thank you for listening to the episode and i can't wait to see you next week bye